Hello and welcome to The Thread of Gentlemen, a brand new podcast where we take a kamikaze dive into the best and often worst tales the internet has to offer. I'm Johnny. I'm Ben. I'm Charlie. And without any further ado, I think we need to get the show started. Okay, I want to go next with, um, this was set into us. Uh, okay, so yeah, this one's called A Game of Mum. Uh, I used to have this rank mate at school. Every teenager- <laughs> <laughs> best, rank mate. Best way to start any story. I used to have this rank mate at school. Every teenage boyfriend group had a rank friend, and he was ours. Like most teenage boys, his favourite pastime was ranking. <laughs> however, <laughs> however, unlike <Guilty>. us... <laughs> Uh, unlike us, who were uh, content with beating our meat to zoo, nuts, or some other internet grot, this boy... <laughs> Anybody listening can kind of figure out the era? It's like internet porn was like in its infancy at that point, if you're still going to the magazine. Yeah. Uh, so this boy, let's call him Bob, had a special game he would play to get his kicks. Oh dear, Bob. <laughs> uh, this game was called Mum. Uh, what Bob used to do was start whacking to whatever filth he had at his disposal, and then just before he was about to come, he'd shout for his mum. <laughs> <laughs> this meant uh, that he had a very short window to shoot his muck, hide the porn, <laughs> clean himself up, and think of an excuse for calling his mum before she barged in. It's a gambit a few others would take... And the thought, Someone just got like, bet on the Grand National <laughs> yeah. for fuck's sake. <laughs> uh, and the thought of dealing with your mum in the last throes of a could make most shudder, or at least go flaccid. This is where Bob was different. The more and more he played this game, the more and more he needed the rush of the risk to get his rocks off. Like I said, Bob was rank. <laughs> yep. He used to love regaling us with the tales of how he almost been caught. Bob thought he was pretty cool. This is the story of the day Bob came unstuck. <laughs> Bob... <laughs> Jeez. Bob had been shopping with his mum and then helped her get the shopping in. He knew this gave him a ten-minute window while she was on the ground floor putting the shopping in. Ten minutes was more than enough time for Bob, so he slipped upstairs, fired up his computer, got his chap out. <laughs> Beaten away to whatever he quickly found from the extensive collection on his hard drive, time drew near. At the top of his lungs, he yelled, Mum! <laughs> I was just hearing the Cartman voice. But, like, <laughs> Mom! Mom! <laughs> but Bob fucked up because Bob's mum had not stayed downstairs in the kitchen. Had been too preoccupied with his hand. Hand to gland combat. <laughs> yes. That's <laughs> best phrase in English language that hand to gland combat. Fuck me. To hear his movement in the hallway outside. Bob jizzed all over his hands, as per usual. He always had really soft hands. That's when he heard the foot, the floorboard a few steps from his door. <laughs> First step, trousers up. The second step creaked. Bob minimised the porn. Step three, and the door creaks open. Bob realises he has jizz all over his hands. At this moment, something breaks in Bob's brain and decides his only option is to eat it. <laughs> No, I 
from our movies. Like, just wipe it somewhere. Yeah. Like, there's so many avenues to Spider-Man at the wall or something. <laughs> like a hungry anteater, he slurps up his love gunk and globs it down like a trooper. Dude. Dude. Ah, oh, there's so many better options. Like, it, it, do, like doing nothing would be. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like comments like yeah. red paint for <laughs> sake, man. Uh, put your hand behind your back, you. T- just say, like, oh, mum, doesn't matter. Do you know? Ah, <laughs> oh, uh, so. <laughs> so he's globbed it down like a trooper. Uh, maybe she saw him and chose to ignore it, or maybe she was oblivious. Bob managed to make up some shit excuse about his computer making a strange noise and his mum chose to let it go. He told one of our friends this under strict confidence so most of the school knew by lunchtime the next day. <laughs> Bob was f***ing rank. Amen. <laughs> yes. Yes, he was. Bob. Wow. Wow. <laughs> I was disappointed in Bob. Really. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> What did we learn from that? Don't do that because it's weird. <laughs> yeah, yeah, What's yeah. yeah. Just questioning just, like it, his motivations. Yeah. Like this, uh, I, I feel like that that was like the moment that the ball dropped for him. He was like, I've always wanted to do it. Now is the time. <laughs> the like, forbidden fruit. Now whatever. Like finger licking tricking style. Oh. <laughs> I, I mean, listen, it'll work. Yeah, well, I mean, it's right, a yeah. box. Yeah. <laughs> We're looking at this from a purely scientific crosses, point. Cross, then, yeah. crosses a few things off the list, you know. It's lunch uh, for one of them. <laughs> <laughs> Done. <laughs> Don't want to be friends with Bob. <laughs> uh, okay, I'm kind of sniffly, so if, if I sound what up, COVID? Yeah. <laughs> He's got a massive habit. <laughs> uh, uh, we got a short and sweet one, fellas. It's called No Escape. I was talking to a girl and I wasn't feeling it anymore. Uh, but as she was dead nice, I didn't want to hurt her feelings. Nice guy. Yeah, good, good chat. Uh, he's going to try the fizzle game. Uh, so I tried to put her off by sending her a video of me having a poo. <laughs> <laughs> Ten minutes later. Ten minutes later, she sent me one back. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> top last. Top End last. of story. Marry her. Oh, I don't like that the story ends there. Yeah. <laughs> I want to know what happened next. It's so romantic. Uh, yeah, I promised I wouldn't cry. But, yeah, so oh, romantic. Have <laughs> we got another story where we find out they got married? <laughs> <laughs> I hope they had a chocolate cake at their wedding. <laughs> it formed the strongest bond. <laughs> <laughs> it's a British version of How I Met Your Mother. <laughs> If you've liked what you've heard in this podcast, but you've got your own stories that you know are even worse, please send it through to stories at thethreadofgentlemen.com and we will do our best to air your dirty and filthy laundry for you. Thank you. Okay, this one's called Keep It Together, Man. Recently, I travelled to Colorado with my wife and my wife's parents. But as a resident of a non-legalized state, the thing I was most looking forward to was buying fancy legal weed. So the first thing I'd do upon arriving is drag my wife to a nearby dispensary for a shopping spree. And oh my god, it was just like in my dreams. Tons of various options in neat little sample jars and a team of helpful stoners walking me through the various strains. 
Are you looking for a mellow high? Or do you want... I don't know why I've gone for, like, old man. <laughs> I'm not over the oxymoron already. A helpful stoner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> are you looking for a mellow high? Or do you want something that gives you more pep and energy? Or are you just hoping for something light to take the stress off? Yes, yes, and yes, I eagerly reply. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to have a pint of your finest weeds. <laughs> <laughs> Like a fat kid in a candy store. I request seven different options. Wow, this guy's going for it. In hindsight, if I'd learned anything from this experience, it's that my maths and science teachers never taught me basic information like what is an ounce and how much weed can a person consume in a single weekend? They said it wouldn't be useful. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. You can't smoke in public places, so I begged my wife to buy some edibles that I could munch until we found a place to get lit. After expressing shock as to the absurd volume of drugs that we were buying, unlike me, she understands the imperial uh, measurement system. She relents, and we walk out of the store with what felt like a dump truck of weed plus a small package of seemingly innocuous ginger snap cookies. Yummy. (laughs) (laughs) Yummy. Yummy. (laughs) Yummy. (laughs) When we get back to the hotel room, I tear those bad boys open, only to find about a dozen tiny cookies. Seeing the scepticism and hunger in my eyes, my wife warns me that I should go easy and look at the back of the package first before trying one. It says, dose size, half a cookie. It's bad when it says dose. Dose size. Do you know, I've never never done edibles, but I've just heard that it is the most intense way of getting... Like, it's not a... You know, you don't make a whole cookie and go... Like... It's a bite and see how you do. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was in Amsterdam, a really quick story. I was in Amsterdam uh, on a stag do and a friend that doesn't kind of smoke or drink anymore. He, uh, he, he took some edibles and he, he didn't, he didn't have a clue on it. So we just f-ing ate the whole f-ing thing. Oh, the whole f-ing tray of brownies. And like, we looked at the amount of weed in it and it was just like the most, like, uh, just, it's a ridiculous amounts. Yeah. Yeah. And we were just kind of like, okay, we're going to, you, his party's over. Yeah. You've had a good, it's great to see you. (laughs) Uh, I'll see you back in London. (laughs) I'll keep an eye on you, but you're going to be out of it for three days now. That sounds genuinely horrifying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because, like, it's supposed to be a fairly mild, quote unquote, drug. Not then. Like, that's that's (laughs) not then. Ayahuasca's looking at that going, oh, bro. What what happened to your mate? Uh, he was he, he was surprisingly fine. Was he? Yeah, I think the fact that he, he didn't drink or smoke or anything like that meant like his his body could kind of handle it. Right. So uh, I feel like it's the opposite for me. I thought it was just going to be a mess. I thought it was going to be that was going to be it. It's like right. The thing is, if it says dose size half a cookie, try a quarter. And yeah, and the thing is, because that's coming hour. from people who eat that shit all the time. Don't impatiently wait fifteen minutes and then go. This shit is rubbish, and do the rest of it because you're going right. to have a bad time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. advice. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Uh, dose size half a cookie but what kind of savage only eats half a cookie yeah that's it that's so, it oh, yeah. I, you, know you made the same mistake as everyone else <laughs> <laughs> so a second later I covertly pop the whole cookie in my mouth and then I quickly stuff another two cookies in my mouth for good measure the moment my wife turns her back your move tiny ginger snaps About don't, don't <laughs> challenge the ginger <laughs> snap you lose respect the snap <laughs> About 30 minutes later, we're in the backseat of her parents' rental car on the way to dinner. And that's when things start to go tits up. <laughs> my stomach growls loudly and angrily. My wife looks at me with inquisitive eyes. 
You didn't eat a whole cookie, did you? She asked. 10% genuine concern and 90% seething irritation. (laughs) (laughs) Of course not, I respond. (laughs) Avoiding eye contact for the remainder of the car ride. A few minutes later, we're climbing out of her parents' rental car and heading into some trendy farm-to-table restaurant. I don't remember how I made it to my seat, and I don't remember even looking at the menu. But I do remember the concerned look on the waiter's face as he asked me if I was doing all right. (laughs) Do you know what? Can I intersect at this point? I know what this guy's first mistake is, and this is out of pure experience. Has anybody here been high? And then found themselves in a situation where you're trying to not be high. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. But the thing to Every not time. do is to try and not be high when you are high as shit. Yeah. Just fucking admit that you're in it now. Yeah, you've got to write it. You have to compensate. You've got to write it. Oh my God. You are so, like, the, yeah. You, you're going to lose all sense of what reality is. <laughs> oh, poor guy. Oh, right. Keep it together, man. I say to myself. <laughs> <laughs> but my wife. <laughs> He's but my wife, dude. <laughs> but my wife's sudden groan suggests that I have actually said this out loud to the waiter. <laughs> <laughs> Things are going downhill fast. <laughs> the moment he walks away, my wife is staring daggers at me, and I start to worry that the jig is up. You are sweating from your entire face, <laughs> she says with both pity and disgust. Yeah, the food's just a bit spicy, I say out loud. Far too quick to realise that we've literally just ordered and there is no food on the table. (laughs) (laughs) My wife kicks me under the table to grab my attention. Bathroom, now, she hisses. Get it together. I reluctantly get up Get it together, man! Get it together, man! (laughs) I reluctantly get up from the table and I head for the toilet. After splashing several handfuls of water on my face, I approach the urinal and start to pee. Now... One of the more disconcerting effects of those tiny ginger snap monsters is the feeling that time has become untethered from reality. (laughs) As I'm peeing, I start to get the very unsettling feeling that I've been taking a piss for the better part of an hour and that my wife must be pacing around the restaurant worried about me. After finally finishing, I again splash some water on my face and return to my seat making sure to apologise to the table for being gone for such a long time. Next, I try to briefly engage in small talk with my wife's father, but I am far too high to understand what either of us are saying. Not wanting to laugh uncontrollably at the wrong moment, or really, at any moment, I figure the safest idea is just to nod my head periodically and drink a tonne of water. Nothing cures mental fatigue like water, right? To my wife's horror, I stand up, grab my water glass and thrust it out to the waiter, who, who unfortunately oh. is on the other side of the restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I just think you're like initially good move, start drinking water, but then trust if you're fucking that high, you're going to, you're going to screw that up as well. Yeah. Like you're going to grab the jug in the middle of the table and just start like going <laughs> Throw it at the waiter. Yeah. <laughs> Ice and all. Uh. <laughs> Luckily the turn, the waiter turns out to be really cool. And after making his way over to our table, tells me that he'll do his best to keep me stocked up with ice water for the rest of the meal he also helpfully suggests that if the dinner rolls aren't too spicy for me i should probably eat one or two of them (laughs) however after going through all the bread on the table and three glasses of water i start to get worried that i need actual food to offset the growing paranoia from those tiny ginger and snap devils do you think i should flag down the waiter again and ask what's taking so long i suggest to my wife we literally ordered three f***ing minutes ago she says (laughs) and At that exchange, my wife loses her cool. 
How many cookies did you eat? She demands. Whoa, easy there, talk marder. I respond. <laughs> <laughs> Big Some- mistake. <laughs> <laughs> Somewhat horrified at her outburst. I had a few cookies, but keep it down. I don't want your parents to know how f***ed up I am right now. Too late. <laughs> they are sitting two feet away from you. <laughs> they know. <laughs> I look up and for the first time notice both my in-laws are just staring at me for what literally felt like a like an eternity. As for part two of the story, there's a reason, or technically three delicious reasons, why it was cut short. At that point, my wife's singular focus was on getting me out of the restaurant before I either puked all over the table or pissed myself, or an unsightly combination of both. So after a few spastic hand waves, <laughs> two, two-handed waves to my in-laws, is anyone else thinking Forrest Gump on the boat? <laughs> she rushed me to the door like a secret service agent evacuating the president. My night after that was a whirlwind of barfing and groveling, mixed with a few vain attempts at getting handsy with her back in the hotel room. (laughs) Oh, good man. But being the absolute awesome sweetie that she is, my wife stuck with me through the entire nightmare, whispering over and over again in my ear, please don't die, we have a mortgage. Well, I hope you enjoyed that uh, deep dive into the worst parts of humanity. (laughs) I'm going to go and have a shower now. (laughs) Anyway, uh, yeah, we'll we'll speak to you next time. All the best. All the best. All the best. (laughs) See you next week for some more gentleman juice. (laughs) 